A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Is WWE's 24-7 championship new brand new title thingamajig a good idea? I'm Ollie Davis, this is housemate Simon, because Laurie and Luca still off after their Herculean efforts over the weekend going to Nottingham to see the WrestleGate Pro show, uh, live streaming Money in the Bank and everything, so give it up for housemate Simon in the housemate Hyman section. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get you over so bad, I've unfortunately given you an awful new nickname. It's the hymen. Does that take does that breaking Simon. a hymen if it's the first time you've done it here? Uh, possibly. Yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> Get that in. And we are, of course, joined on the so, 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 super chats by Randy Andy Datsum from WrestleTalk.com, yes. who will be taking your super chats and we'll get to your questions and feedback on this beautiful new championship belt <laughs> design after we've covered what happened. So, what happened? They promoted this at Money in the Bank. They said Mick Foley's going to be here next week, guys. No, sorry, the next day. And <coughs> he's going to unveil a new championship belt. Didn't he just? <laughs> and we spec. Well, you speculated that it could be a Legends belt. Yeah. Something that... Goldberg Undertaker can fight over at yeah. Saudi Arabia. Which I thought briefly was still going to happen because in his promo he said, this is something that you you dream about on the way to becoming a legend. I went, oh, okay, here it mm. goes. And, and that colour scheme, the gold and green, is kind of synonymous with the Saudi Arabian belt as well. Was That, yeah. that was green, that wasn't was it? That was green, yeah. yeah. Uh, <coughs> but then I, I thought... Because it, it sort of came out, it sort of... It, it, it had a little crept down a little, yeah. didn't it? Because it was in a bag. But then I, I was thinking it would be a hardcore belt because that's so synonymous with Mick Foley. It was retired with him, the hardcore championship back in the day. And he comes out and he he starts cutting this promo immediately. <laughs> Did you notice that? He walked out like there was no time to do this. Yeah. His, his entrance music had barely hit and he was already cutting a promo yeah. on the ramp walking down. This is happening a lot though, because this happens on SmackDown a lot, where like someone will be going up the ramp and then someone else's entrance will just start. Mm. They've got this weird thing where they're trying to, like when uh, Roman Re- um, Elias came out, Money Bank was sort of like they're trying to like blend everything into these like weird. I don't know why they're doing it. But. I think they think it's exciting, and it's like ships passing in the night. But here it just seemed like Foley had to be somewhere else. <laughs> And he was trying to get through this promo as quickly and as soon possible. soon he would wish he was somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Even as he was getting in the ring, he did not pause. He was, as he, as he was going through the ropes, he was still talking. And he's, yeah, he's cutting this long promo. And he says, it, here is the new belt. It's a 24-7 championship. Yeah. And you can hear, 
in the New York crowd this noise. Ugh. Yeah. Like 5,000 people, however many it was, yeah. all did that the noise. The air left the room. Yeah. It was, it was actually weird. I was surprised it went down that indifferently. I, that's, I thought it was going to be indifferent. Mm. Like a, it'll start as a, a cheer and you'll hit some booze. It'll just be like mute. It'll just be, it would just be one of those weird middle of the road reactions. I did not expect that within 30 seconds it was getting full booze. Heat. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was getting, yeah. that bell had X-Pac heat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's, uh, it, I, I mean, like when it happened, I think when you hear it first off, it's a 24-7 belt with 24 and 7 on the title design. It seems a bit stupid. And it also seems like, oh, that hardcore title that everyone remembers <coughs> so fondly from the Attitude Era, you're just doing a PG watered-down version of that. Yeah. But then I was thinking the 24-7 rule was so much fun. Like, it didn't have to be the, the hardcore side of things has kind of been left in the early noughties. Mm. But the 24-7 thing, there's no reason you can't do that very, very well in this day and age, in a PG product. And this is a long way of getting around the same. I like the idea. <laughs> uh, why? Other than, other than broadly speaking, thinking there might be, there could possibly be a good way of doing 24-7. But as of now... Why do you like it? Because one of my favourite things in wrestling is the DDT heavy metal, Iron Man heavy metal weight belt. Are you familiar with this yeah, championship? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So that has had... Uh, Andy, actually, look up all the reins of that belt. That is a belt that can be defended at any time. Once, a ladder fell on top of the belt and pinned it. <laughs> and the ladder was the champion. <laughs> Once, a, uh, a dog... A cat, uh, a poster, a wrestling poster. Um, what was my favourite one? It was oh, the belt itself. The belt <laughs> itself was temporarily <laughs> the champion. La ladder was was champion for four weeks. Yeah, four weeks. it was a dominant champion. They booked <laughs> him strong. Yeah. <coughs> Any other notable was, reigns? Was Jack the Jobber a champion? Yeah, he was. Unfortunately, yeah. that was that was the bad period. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there have been the reign of terror. <laughs> is it still defended to this day? Yes, yeah, yeah. So the current champion Oh wait. It's a fridge. <laughs> there have been This is great TV. Really good stuff actually. Sorry, there have People been one thousand nine really interesting. One thousand nine hundred and sixty one champions. The current champion is a man called Yoshihiko. Uh, who has had it for over 46 days now, and he won it in uh, New York at a live event uh, at a seven-person battle royal. Mm, yeah. There was, I, I remember, um, Joey Joey Ryan, I think it was, uh, like... Oh, a chair he, won it. He, the crowd somehow won it. A wrestling crowd somehow won the belt off of Joey Ryan. <laughs> and then they all started clapping themselves, and that, Joey said, that counted as them submitting and he won the belt back off of them. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. And I don't think they're going to, like, WWE are going to go to that sort of abstract avant-garde extents to it. But I think there is tremendous mileage in this concept. We've already got three champions. There was a title scramble uh, of everyone just trying to touch the belt first, which is ridiculous. Titus O'Neil won. Then Robert Roode attacked him on the ramp. He won it. And then R-Truth... 
tricked Robert Roode, sent everyone the other way who were chasing him, pinned him, and then said, I'm going to defend this European Championship on yeah. SmackDown. Now, it's already fantastic. If that was the DDT belt, the car would have won it in between times. Yeah, because it had... Because when the boot went down. Yeah, that was a <laughs> I pin. I said our truth should have just laid on top of the <coughs> on top of the boot. Yeah. I And, like, imagine just getting a notification on your WWE app. Oh, see what happened at, I don't know, Tyler Breeze's house this week. And it's just a member of the Ascension running in while he's having a Sunday roast. And pinning him for the title. I think I do think it makes it definitely makes sense just in terms of funny comic relief to have like that sort of thing happen. Mm. But what part of the apparatus around this do you think will produce that result? Because I don't see any evidence to suggest. Because in Mick Foley's preordained speech about the belt, mm. in the grittier section of Raw that was weird someone's going to get pinned in a Chuck E. Cheese it's not like <coughs> I, like I don't think I don't see how wacky this is the wacky belt this isn't the like hard this is nothing no. like the hardcore no, no. belt and that, even that like I think the problem with having a a non-hardcore quote unquote hardcore belt of any description is that now people are getting pinned just been donked on the head on the side of a car People get donked on the head on the ring posts all the time and they don't get pinned. So it's the, uh, Charlotte. Well, apart from Charlotte, that's true. But I don't know, it just doesn't... I just... I just, I would, I think, in theory, I agree with you. I There's no part of me that believes the execution will be quite mm. as up to scratch as we think. Because also, it just if there's anything that's going to cement you as... I mean, literally, this is the brass ring that everyone is now going to be just latched onto and will never be able to reach the next one. Or the undercard. Yeah. It's very much an undercard comedy belt. Yeah. But so, but what if, like, uh, Seth Rollins accidentally won it? Like, he's just walking along with his universal title and there's some there's the champion on the ground after falling over on a banana skin yeah. and he pins him. Yeah. Would you would you think that would legitimise the belt? Yeah. <laughs> Well, they well they say it's what the champion that makes the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> so, then he just defends all the time. No, I really want it to be good because I agree with you that it, it can it could be really funny. Yes, and if yeah. the right if if the right creative people are on it, hopefully more the online people who have a bit more of a sense of what's called irony, they might be able to. Because then it could have a genuinely long, long lifespan. I would far rather see that happen than. Battle royals and more pointless trophies that look like chocolate yes. and you know and all that kind of stuff. So like, in theory, I'm there, but I just want to see it. Happen. You're apprehensive about WWE's execution, yes, I, I and am. that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'm not going to pin my hopes to this, but I'm just there's not much to be optimistic about WWE at the moment. So this is my and I, lo- I love comedy wrestling, and I'm just I, hopeful. Yeah. The uh, the current champion is a blow up doll. Of the uh, of, of the, the Iron Man yeah. belt. Oh, is it the same one that um, Kota Ibushi yeah, had a fight Bushi with? Yeah, had a mm. with. That is the current champion. <laughs> well, this this so this is interesting that because Dolph had a long career in DDT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, the Mick Foley said, and this is when I started to get excited about it, that it's not just Raw and SmackDown wrestlers who it's can everything. fight. It's NXT. It's NXT UK. It's two hundred five live. Uh, but and former legends as well. Not former legends, I guess. They're legends, well, but quite, they're former wrestlers. Yeah, but it's quite funny how in his um, uh, speech about the belt that anyone can win, very clearly defined for us who will now win it over the next few months. 
it's going to be it's going to start here someone online in the next week mm -hmm. is going is who's from NXT or 205 live is going to win it and then at some point probably at a pay-per-view Hacksaw Jim Duggan will win it yes and then and it'll just it's like I like it's just quite funny how he just laid it out like, well it, Please leave something as a surprise. No, I, I think this was good. because. Well, here's something that he didn't mention, but I think this is ripe for. Celebrities. Yeah. This is a perfect way to fudge in a celebrity into a wrestling show and it be funny. Yeah. I want a member of Survivor or whatever stupid shows the they're situation. always promoting. Mike, the situation <laughs> from Jersey Shore... Would be, I mean, he's pretty much pro yeah. wrestling anyway. Do you think it was quite weird that he seemed to specifically avoid saying women wrestlers? Did he avoid saying? I think I think it felt like a. I think he was nervous about the promo as soon as he started getting booed out of the building, yeah. which is fair enough. But it did feel like there was a point where he was kind of listing everything, hmm. and even said, "Okay, like guys or gents or what." Like he signalled the male wrestlers to coming out. So it was quite odd that. It, yeah, there it were no like female weird wrestlers. Yeah. yeah, I imagine it would be just the way WWE do things. They don't let women can hit men, but men can't hit women, which in is their fine. universe. But yeah. in a scrabble for the belt, couldn't someone have nipped in? Just decked a lady. <laughs> no, not decked, but like. In the whilst they're all fighting, you know, like Alexa or Nikki or whoever just could have just in, snuck yeah. in, grabbed it, and Nikki went. would have been perfect for that. Like Nikki yeah. Cross, yeah, that would have been really good. Uh, yeah, well, I I think it's the sort of crazy belt that would be quite funny to have lady wrestlers wrestle for it as well because yeah, they don't have to I be physically so. beaten. No. You could trick them. <laughs> Ms. Dad. Ms. Dad. Ms. Dad would be a perfect champion. A fighting champion. A fighting champion. A real champion. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I'm, I mean, I'm excited. But a lot of people, I guess the main criticism is that the belt sucks. Okay, so what do you the think about the design? Because I think it looks like a um, like a gold record from the six, like a Motown record. Mm. Which normally is not a bad thing. That's why I don't mind it. I like the Art Deco font. I like the green leather. I like the circle. I think I'm the only person who doesn't mind the design. I don't mind it. Mm. I'm not. I'm not against it. I'm not jazzed about it. I think it's fine. Okay, Randy, Andy, Datsum, you were uh, quite annoyed. I, by I it. don't like it. I think, like I said, I think it looks like one of those <laughs> like novelty pennies you get if you mm. when you when you like put a penny into a machine at a famous landmark and then you and you. Turn Stand, the crank yeah. and it like squishes the penny. Can't you get like a shopping trolley with? Yeah, mm. exactly. Uh, I. It's better than some belts, but it's still it's better than the diva's belt. Um, Where do you rank it alongside the Viking Experience as a name? Oh, it's better than that because you almost quit your job that day. <laughs> hey, I'm Andy Datsun. Never take holiday. <laughs> oh wait, I should have done Andy. Never takes holiday. Datsun. Well, just no days off, Andy Datsun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. 24-7 Yeah, yeah, he's a 24... You are the belt. You are the I champion. You're even wearing green. <laughs> I'm a 24-7 Russell Talk champion. Yeah. And you've got blonde hair. Yeah. You are the colour scheme of this belt. Mm. So you, only, you don't you don't mind well, it. No, only, I my, quite like it. My only thing with it is, like, is that normally belts reflect something about the rules or mm. signifiers of, of who can fight for that belt. So, like... 
the European Championship used to have European flags on it. World Championships always have globes on them, that sort of thing. Obviously, they've thrown out of the bag with the Universal Championships. But I'm struggling to see, like, because it's not, is it supposed to be, like, clockish? Oh, yeah, maybe. Or the shape of the planet and the the concept of a day. If you were to say what shape is a day, I would say... (laughs) Circle. I would say a circle. Okay. Well, do you want it to? Do you want there to be like a, a clock, a sunrise here on one side, mm. and then stars? I think it should be. Other. It should be a literal clock <coughs> that counts the rain. That's quite so funny. The, so you like, so the side plates should be like, should be like a digital, yeah, like an Apple Watch, basically. <laughs> and it should it should count your steps and your whatever as a champion. I like that. Well, you should uh, be able to track it online. This is this is this is what it should be. Like Santa's sleigh. It should be like a giant Apple Watch that yeah. we can track who's got it for how long, where they are, where they've run to. Like, so then you can have all these like weird stats about people can fight over it because like they ran the furthest. Maybe that's what AEW will have with all the stats. Yeah. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Um, so let's get over to our mm. our super chat. See what they're saying about the belt design. If it was a clock, it would be um, five past seven. If you're looking at it that way. Uh, Vernon <laughs> Jeffries just simply says, "Is this the worst title belt you've ever seen?" We've no. kind of gone through that. No. No. no, there's been much worse. The Diva's yeah. belt is the worst. Diva, oh god, yeah, the pink the butterfly. butterfly yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jobber JJ, the concept is there. It gives TV time to more guys. Yeah. It's a three-hour show. <laughs> they've, yeah. they've got TV time. They just about, they just about, they've just, they've just literally this week clocked on the idea they could have more than two matches. Mm-hmm. So that was good. That was fun, wasn't it? Wrestling <laughs> yeah. on a wrestling show. <laughs> um, Fuzzable HD and C Rock have not said anything, but they've given us thank some nice donations. Much. So thank you to them. John Leslie Ruby says, "Randy, Andy, Dance and merch shippable to Canada." Uh, it's not shippable anywhere at the moment because it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, you could just have my shirt. I just send them that uh, the shirt you've been wearing. Yeah, the twenty-four-seven themed. My fug. Um, Tyrone Keith Peltzer says, hashtag impeach Vince, WWE has hit rock bottom. I thought this was a, a, an improvement over... But the last, the, the first three weeks after Mania were god-awful. But last week and this week, it's not unwatchable. I, thought, is, I, thought, this, I thought this show was perfectly watchable. I, yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't ever get particularly bored. I was annoyed with the, the whole, we had another set of the tag thing again but mm. if this if if we're gonna just throw s at the wall as is the constant phrase being used this isn't by any means the worst version of that no this isn't a bad this is not a bad this is not a hell mary yeah this has someone's had a reasonable idea here so i don't think everyone needs to lose their mind quite yet well done wwe uh paul pierce says what if they made an angle with the refs they messed up at the wrestlemania main event samoa joe and the steel cage from shane and miz so what, this could work because actually now there's a, you can now include all the stuff that they constantly commentate on but don't ever do anything with. So stuff like refs and yeah. whatever. Now you can have like weird blow-offs. A ref stuff could that win just, the belt. Yeah, stuff that people noticed online. You can have a, a blow-off for it. Just on, on Twitter. On, yeah, and yeah. just and let it... Then it kind of... That's a good point. It's a very memeable belt. Like this could... You can make funny, <coughs> funny things about this on, on Twitter... And all their social media and the yeah. YouTube videos that don't, that can sort of correct themselves by the time Raw comes around. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've convinced myself I like it. There we go. <laughs> uh, Fuzzable HD says, "Can you shout out my best friend Joseph Beamish?" Cool, Joseph Beamish. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh Polson says, first off, don't be a Vince, Ollie. Let Simon get over naturally. Second, do you think the 24-7 title is uglier than the Universal title? Uh, no, I, I think the Universal title's gross. Yeah, I don't like Universal. Yeah. I, think yeah. I prefer that, to be honest. Yeah. Has anyone seen the film Kinky Boots? Yes. yes. That's what the Universal title looks like. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Sort of red PVC, like a gimp mask. Do you think I'm, I'm pushing you down people's throats? <laughs> Called him housemate Hyman. Yeah, I know. I buried him at the start. <laughs> um, Rocky Balboa, big fan, says hi, Ollie, Simon, and Andy. Hello, Rocky Balboa. Hello, Hello Rocky Balboa. Mm. Uh, Zach Lindner says break in the housemate Hyman merch, baby. <laughs> Don't say break in. <laughs> um, yeah. This is on you. I know. 
Yeah. Egg on your face, sir. <laughs> um, the Elite 67 says 24-7 should be the smashed spinner belt. So yeah, yeah, I can see... I'm sympathetic to people saying it could have a other design, but then if it is smashed up, you immediately want it to be hardcore. So I think it's actually... Mm. You kind of have to have it not be that. Because this feeds into my other weird thing with it, which is that Foley said, so this is a 24-7 belt, but he also said it would be defended in the last hour of Raw. So I was like, so is it only 24-7 during the last hour of Raw? Which is apparently grittier, but how can it be gritty and also people getting like pinned by mascots in a Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> so I don't, so like, it's all, that is really throwing us at the wall. Like, there's a lot of confusion in that moment, <coughs> I thought. We didn't talk about that. We should cover that, yeah, Mick Foley said the the last hour of Raw every week is going to be gritty. Gritty. Raw. It's going to get a bit, little bit dirty. Yeah. And then the crowd lights turned off. Did you notice that for the last hour of oh, the was show? That when they went off? Because yeah. I noticed the ringside went dark. Like yeah. the Raw was black on uh, red on black rather than, you know. Yeah, so that's more similar to how NXT and Evolution produced the shows. Evolution being the, the yeah. women's pay per view. But uh, that isn't making it grittier. Well, I guess mean grainier. <laughs> Did he mean to say that? You'll have to put up the filters on the camera more with but visual I, grain. But I sort of know what. Like <laughs> I don't know what the, it's. It's kind of raw after dark, yeah. isn't it? What they're going for. Yeah. But it's, then they put Baron Corbin in the main event. Yeah, it's very much just putting a a hat with gritty written on it, on the thing that's already not gritty, mm. rather than actually having the balls to change the core product in any way. Yeah, I, I said in my review at the end, like. I'm glad that WWE are trying to make changes to improve. Yeah. Because, you know, this belt and turning off the lights, whatever. But don't, stop putting Corbin in the main event and don't beat Ricochet. Those <laughs> are the more important things. Who's looking at WWE and going, I think the, the last hour's too bright. That's how we change this and, and turn this ship around. Well, this, but this is, this, is, this is always, as to use a really rubbish uh, TV term, a hat on a hat. Mm. which is just the constant... So, like, <laughs> we need to get some new Cesaro over. Who do people like that they'll believe in beating? Oh, Ricochet, they like him. Oh, but we can't have him go get... He can't put him over, so let's make his back hurt. So, like, at this point, just make it EC3. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, like you've already... Like, by this time, you could have... Or they could have already been talking through their yeah. match. There's mm. no need to... They do this all the time, this, like, constant... Everyone's got to... They're desperate to get five guys on TV every week. And they forget that they've got this whole roster of people that are good and fighting over this belt. Yeah, now they can fight. So maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's hats on hats <laughs> all around. Uh, Danny DeVito, another <laughs> massive fan of ours, says even Foley looked embarrassed to present the title. I think he looked embarrassed just to be booed. That's why he was rushing through it. Yeah, I felt sorry for him. Actually, <laughs> yeah. What was it? Because people keep saying they haven't given him anything nice to to kind of unveil. In ages, like he, that's apparently the last thing he unveiled was horrible as well. They don't, they don't. What was respect the last thing Foley. he unveiled? I don't know. Wasn't he the ref in that match? In oh the, yeah, the Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. 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 Why is he so desperate to unveil things? I don't know. Why uh, was he also wearing that T-shirt? That was a weird choice. Uh, William Adams says, "Hey guys, tomorrow is my birthday, and I was wondering if we could have a Robert Roode mustache break for the occasion." Dun 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 dun. I've not seen this one before. I'll show you later. Tomo. Tomo? 
that was uh, it's, it's, it's a thing we do in the raw reviews We've got like a funky mustache music video for oh. robert rude uh tomo's saying that he's going to be the 24 7 champion soon huh bold so, claim yeah uh zach Lindner says the 24 7 tesco belt because Oh, yeah. No, no, it doesn't look like Tesco. I mean, the shop Tesco is sometimes open 24-7. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Dippy Dip says... Just facts. Yeah. Um, There's loads of things. I, <laughs> Dippy Dip says, I think the 24-7 <laughs> title is a stupid concept. Ah, oh, it's not too bad. We just we just spoke... Well, well, well let's see. The, I don't think the concept's bad, but like you said, the execution yeah. might be terrible. But, Saying let's see is the most dangerous thing in WWE, I think. Yeah. yeah. But Andrew Perkins, no uh, message, but thank you for your donation, Andrew. Good name. Uh, John Weber says, Truth played 4D chess and won. 4D chess? What am I missing here? I don't know. Is that like metaphorically? Like when people say like, oh, everyone else was playing checkers and he was playing chess. Because he, he thought a few moves ahead. Yeah. Uh, if that Maybe. is the case, John Weber, let us know. Uh, John DiPietro and Randy Datsun's number two fan says, Hello, Ollie, Housemate Simon and Randy, Andy Datsun. Where would you guys like to see the uh, 24-7 belt defended? I'd like to see another ball pit. Yeah, everywhere, ball pit really. Gravy, Supermarkets. Gravy boat. Gravy boat? There was a gravy match in like 2000 between some women and it was incredibly sexist in WWE. Cool. Yeah. I think this is the this is the perfect time to uh reboot WWF New York <laughs> and just have it out in there. They just turn up there <laughs> even though it's not WWF yeah, New yeah, York. Yeah, wherever it is now. It like it is. What is it now? like a Build-A-Bear yeah. shop or yeah. something? <laughs> yeah, that's my, mine's Build-A-Bear. Um <laughs> Uchi Games says you guys should check out the recent Ashley Masaro news we have and it is horrible. Mm. Yeah. It's not that recent, it's a resurfacing yeah. of stuff that, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. awful. Uh, Jobber JJ496, the 24 7 is just for Nicholas to return, hashtag Chuck E. Cheese. <gasps> At Nicholas's school. <laughs> like, whoever's the champion, run, like, he's just trying to run anywhere and he goes, runs into this place. He doesn't realize like it's a tag. school. Yeah. yeah. And, and he looks in the classroom and all the kids are like, let's get him. And they run after the champion and he tries to run away. And they think he like goes into a room where he thinks he's lost him. And then the camera turns around and it's Nicholas's school. And Nicholas is just standing there and with a referee. His dad's a referee. It's Scott Armstrong, right? Or someone. No, it's Nick Cohn. He's the, Nicholas is Nick Cohn's kid. So, yeah, his dad's there. One, two, three. Nicholas is a two-time champion. I like it. Hmm. Uh, just the school and just he, his dad is picking him up and just runs one of them over. <laughs> uh, Paul Pierce says, uh, "Time Did to start. The rock. Time to start delivering Amazon orders." Cheers. I imagine that's his job. So okay. Have well, yeah. fun doing that, good, Paul. Good luck. Uh, Crazy Lewis says, "You started streaming while I was making a toasty." What kind? Yeah. Yeah. Let us know, let us know Crazy Lewis. Uh, Zach Lindner says, "Corbin." Um, the, the you've got this, man. Corbin the win the main event roster belt. Uh, yeah, Corbin is. I don't think he'll win, but all signs point towards him versus Seth Rollins. Mm. Unfortunately, At stomping ground. Yeah. Um, Zach. No, as he just said that. Uh, Isaiah Fakire, who is the man with the Haitian flag as his picture, uh, says, "Does." T- 
Andy thinks knowing flags is impressive. So he, always, oh, he always says okay. what flag it is. Uh, I like this <coughs> typo. Uh, does Titsu O'Neil hold the shortest reign in WWE history? Ooh. <coughs> There's definitely been like <coughs> seven second reigns and stuff, haven't there? It's been seven second matches. But reigns in the heart when it was like the hardcore belt. There was definitely, yeah. there's definitely been. I can't remember when it was. There's definitely been like some weird. Wasn't there one where didn't Harker Holly win it and then Crash Holly immediately dive on him and get maybe it? or something like that at a pay per view like years ago? I think that mm. might maybe. If if you want to <coughs> if you want to stat, our truth is the first person to to be a winner of the heart the old hardcore belt and the current twenty four seven belt. Mm. Mm. That is good. How many more we got? Uh, Plenty. Let's have three more. Let's have three more. Big Loki Ten says, uh, "Could or should women be included?" Yes. Yeah, we already said. Yeah, yeah I think that'd be fun. I think it's weird that they were mentioned or involved to begin with. Mm. I just think it's yeah weird to not establish that straight away. Uh, the other review dude says, "What if Naomi wins the title on Raw and Jimmy shows up with it on SmackDown Live?" Wink. Uh, also, oh, push so Andy he more. He is her in bed. <laughs> You cut me off when I was saying the bit about me. Sorry. Also, push Andy Moore. He is very handsome and has a huge pack. <laughs> Kidge. Yeah. It's not. It's not the criteria for getting over in the Wrestle Talk office. No. Otherwise, no. It's having, I'd be even more over. No, it's having no hair. Um, and lastly, Darth Ridiculous says uh, Brock Lesnar will never be twenty four seven champ. Lol. Well, he showed up. Two nights in a row. And he's Whoa. apparently going to show up next week. Mm. So let's get on with that. Um, also, just before we get into the main Raw show and reviewing that play-by-play, we are, <coughs> me and Luke, are going to be live streaming Double or Nothing this Saturday. And if you're in the UK, because a lot of people have been asking us how to watch the event because it changes depending on what country you're in. If you're in the UK, go over to ITV Box Office. That's where you can watch it and you can get the details for that at www.itvboxoffice.com and also follow at ITV Wrestling on Twitter to get all the updates there. Because I think we all want AEW to be a success, don't we? So there's some competition. Even if you're a WWE fan, you want there to be a competitor so WWE have to be better. Anyway, the show opened with Brock Lesnar coming out with his freshly won Money in the Bank championship, listening to it like a boombox. Yeah, that was funny. I quite like he already won me over. I didn't well, mind. The thing I realised about Brock is is that he really does legitimately get off on annoying people. Mm. Like that's the happiest he's been. For so long, yeah. On top of that ladder, he just yeah. had such a great time, and even tonight, like even last night, he was just having the best time. Mm. Maybe he'll show up for work more now because of that. Yeah. Uh, but they, Michael Cole, kept on calling him Beast in the Bank. Did he do that at Money in the Bank? I think he did. Yeah. Because I missed it. If he did, it was it was annoying, and he's gonna yeah. call him that all the time. And Heyman's called him it now. <coughs> it's okay when Heyman does it. When Cole does it, it's immediately not yeah. cool. Um, so Paul Heyman. sort of dismissed all the stuff we were talking about yesterday that Brock was the one who beat up Sammy that he like he was the one who wormed his way into the match he dismissed that as conspiracy theory which was strange because we really do need some closure on that Mm. in some way even if it's just even if it was just like the opening thing of just going ha yeah we did it and move on and we like it doesn't it wouldn't actually it doesn't because it wouldn't have affected (coughs) Because by the end of the promo, you realise actually wouldn't have had any effect on 
for the moving forward of this segment. So why not just clean that up and move on? Yeah, unless they're going to have this big reveal of who it really was. But I don't think they will. I think this is just dropped now. So do you think actually what's happened is they, they are suggesting that they've taken advantage of a situation and mm. it will be revealed that it was Bray probably yeah. or whatever. They just turned up and Sami Zayn just so happened to be suspended by his feet and there was an open spot and money in the bank. Cut, cut to next week, there'll be security cam footage of them like just walking past. Yeah, maybe. I thought uh, I thought it was unsatisfying. I didn't... I thought the promo was good. Like the last third of the promo I thought was good. I just didn't really like the content really. So Seth Rollins comes out to challenge Brock, just like, you know, cash in now mm. on me. And then th- this was the really good line that Heyman had. He said, no, we're going to make you wait like you had to wait for your girlfriend, like yeah, seven hours for your yeah. girlfriend to main event WrestleMania. And then, like, Seth just got right up in Brock's face, and Brock was staring him down back. And that felt real. Yeah. I was re- that was a great moment. Um, but then what was confusing... So Kofi Kingston also came down and also said, no cash in on me. <coughs> and, like, coming out of Money in the Bank, I thought the whole idea and motivation for the baby faces was going to be Brock's just walked in again and been handed this thing. But they didn't do that. They just turned up and go, oh, God, cash in on me. Cash in on me. Well, I guess because they basically just restarted the... Because Heyman mentioned... Um, didn't he call Brock like the king of the box office or something like that? Like mm-hmm. he said he was like the undisputed... Actually, he's undisputed heavyweight champion of the box office, what he called didn't he? So they've clearly gone back to the idea that he is still the beast that needs conquering. Mm. But he has been conquered, and we've moved on. Yeah. Actually, at this point, quite considerably. Like, a lot's happened since that, since he was previously conquered. So it just seems odd to just hit the reset button, and now one of Seth or Kofi has to do that all again. It took us years to get to I know, that. I know. <laughs> I think that's why so many people and us were down on the Money in the Bank finish. Um, what, so who would you want to see? Do you want to see Seth versus Brock again, or do you want to see... Kofi versus Brock. If I had to pick, I'd pick Seth. Hmm. Because I just, I cannot see how the, I, I can't see, I've not seen any evidence suggest that they would book Kofi to win. So yeah. I would, I would, but they could justify <coughs> Rollins winning again. Yeah. So I think if it's a case of just, they need him back to boost the ratings in their view, but don't really want to actually affect too much of the title pitch and story well then let them have a quick feud and let and let Seth mm. beam again and then have that be the end of this run and then move or move Brock to something that isn't the title picture yeah. uh, so who won Money in the Bank in 2017 because last year was a failed cash in Baron Corbin the year before then was a failed cash in with Corbin so if Brock fails to cash in successfully that is that's three years mm. of men's Losers, I can't see that happening. No, unless the, unless they are going to do a a, a a contract switch and someone's going to have it off him. Mm. Maybe. Um. So after this, we got Sam. Well, I think no, that was after. So Sami Zayn is backstage asking Bobby Lashley to help him for his match against Braun Strowman next. Uh, last time I remember seeing those two together, they were f- doing that god awful feud last year with mm. Bobby Lashley's sisters. So. WWE just <coughs> ignored all of that just because heels, they're heels, so of course they work together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then Braun just had a, he chased Sammy around the building, beat him up a bit, 
There was a stare down between Braun and Lashley, and then Braun power slams Sammy in the win the, the ring to win. Yeah. So that's are we, are we? Is this ended now? Was that it? Maybe, or maybe Braun will keep beating up Sammy and Lashley interferes, and that's how you. Well, because Lashley just stood there, didn't he? Yeah. And then Braun said, "I'll deal with you later." It's quite difficult to actually at this point. <coughs> and we'll come on to it later, but difficult to work out where a lot of these feuds actually are at this moment because mm. they all seem to be kind of bumping into each other in a way that's quite messy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, it, it's, and it, I think we're going to get a lot more of this. Sammy seems also to be unable to defend himself against being gently carried on one shoulder, <laughs> which is an odd weakness. <laughs> ah, I'm a baby. <laughs> it's, <coughs> I, I, I was quite down on this because I think Sammy Zayn has been doing really good work since Mania. Mm. And now he's just used as fuel to get Braun Strowman over for a match against Bobby Lashley yeah. that no one cares about in Super Arabia. Yeah. So it's like it's almost Super like Arabia. that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> oh, Super Arabia. It's almost like there is like a, a finite amount of over that mm. the company owns. Yeah. And it's divvied out <laughs> at various points. So if somebody does well and takes some of it, they then go, Great, we can use some of that. To get over <laughs> this person. So now we're going to take it off Sammy and give it to yeah. Jimmy. So he just has to get... No one can just get and over. It just, and it just ends yeah. everyone level. <laughs> yeah. uh, after that, Triple H ran into Seth and Kofi backstage. Babyface, babyface, babyfaces. And he said, you'll be facing Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley in the main event. Now, he wasn't being an authority figure, was he? Because <laughs> there aren't so supposed, it seems to, that way, there aren't it? supposed to be any of those anymore. So this was the second consecutive night that Triple H has been hmm. in a backstage matchmaking role hmm. I don't know I guess they're just giving him, are they just giving <coughs> him he hasn't been doing any like weird dark matches or anything is he because like no. is, he, is he just kind of on the road to like somehow get ready to go away like I don't know maybe they're they're building giving him some TV time just so he's I, th just... I think they, they just need an authority figure to make the matches because they don't know how to write stuff well they, they do know how to write stuff but Stuff presumably gets changed so mm. late in the day. They're like, "Oh no, we've created a plot hole. How does that? How do we make that match?" Yeah, Chuck Hunter in there. Mm. I think it's probably more like that. Uh, then we got Lars Sullivan for an exclusive interview to come down with Charlie Caruso, and he was just about to say his first words to the question of, "What are your goals in WWE? <laughs> What's your five-year plan?" <laughs> <laughs> when Lucha House Party came down uh, to to try and beat him up. They tried. Didn't go. Didn't go too well. They got the most offense in out of anyone who's tried. Yeah, but he definitely beat them up. Now he also got a. That I noted he got his little SmackDown banner. So this is now mm. the second wild card of the night already. I counted four in total. Four in total. What they've kept it. For. Yeah. Yeah. That was a. Not including Shane. No, Omni Shane. Omni Shane. He can. He can. He can hover. Yeah. Omnipotently. <laughs> uh, then we got what looked like. An incredible match. Cesaro versus Ricochet, which was set up earlier in the day because Ricochet was like being tended to in the trainer's room after being effed through a ladder yeah. in the Money in the Bank match. And he had all the tape on his back. And Cesaro was just like, oh, you're so, yeah. so weak. The new cocky Cesaro, I guess. Mm. And he's got new entrance music as well. Yeah. Not Seamus's anymore. Very quite <coughs> serious, dark lighting. Yeah. This is kind of a new... A bit Which more aggressive in the ring. Yeah, I thought he looked great. And this seemed to be a very, very good match. The crowd were chanting, this is awesome. But it was all in an ad break. And then it came back from an ad break. And I was like, oh, okay, now we can watch it. Yeah. 
and there were a few really cool spots. Ricochet's about to go for a dive. Shrink screen. Here's a promo for The Secret Life of Pets yeah. 2. And then it came back from that, and and Cesaro won. Yeah. It was really bizarre. And they showed a few replays. And I was like, this looks like a really yeah. good match. And then if you go on the WWE.com gallery, even though this was about four minutes of TV time, there are 40 photos of it. Yeah. And usually you get 20 photos a match. It was very bizarre. Mm. And I think to do all that, and I still... And this is, this is, I think, a, maybe a slightly niche bugbear of mine. But uh, he needs a new finisher. That that neuralized thing is not great. Yeah, I, I think it should just be the uppercut. Yeah. Well, I guess it kind of was for a while. Yeah. But yeah, I think that wasn't... It, was quite, it sort of become, renders sometimes quite spectacular sequences a little bit flat. What, the uppercut? The, 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 yeah, just because it's a bit clunky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I agree. I, I think the uppercut should be his finish. The So this this... This is good for Cesaro because that's his second consecutive mm. win since the brands, since the the draft, whatever it was. Uh, but he hasn't really had any momentum built off the back of that. But this is Ricochet's second loss mm. since then, and he was undefeated in singles matches before then. So it's just like, like you said earlier, BEC three or yeah. or someone else like that. So that's a, that's a real shame. And then we got AJ Styles and Baron Corbin backstage. AJ was talking about the Seth match. Baron said it should have been him who got the shot because he had pinned Seth. That was quite convoluted, yeah. actually, anyway. And AJ slapped Corbin. Yeah. Great glove slap. Mm. I enjoyed that slap. It was a good slap. Yeah. He really caught him. And it, it felt like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm in the room. But then Corbin left. Uh, so <laughs> maybe <coughs> maybe an AJ-Baron match next week. Well, that's yeah, I thought that was going to suddenly spin into something... That was when someone was going to make that match. So mm. I guess we've got that to look forward to, as they say. Oh, yeah. But maybe that's the number one contenders match that yeah. gets to the advertised Corbin-Rollins matches. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns came out for a promo. Should we just say he's on Raw? <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a SmackDown guy. Well, so can we... Does he get omni-status? Maybe he is an omni-Reigns. I think yeah. we've got an omni-Shane and an omni-Reigns. Yeah. And... And you'd think, oh, they're on both brands. They could feud with different people. No, they're just locked yeah. in this omniverse <laughs> together. Because Shane comes out before Roman can really say anything and, and says, yeah, let's, let's have a match at Super Arabia. It's, uh, they're in, basically, they're in purgatory. Mm. And also, but he's still, this is what confused me, still feuding with the Miz. Yeah, it seems that way, yeah. Even though he was very clear that he was just, done with the Miz the Miz went no you're not well, so, so Shane is currently thing. having two entirely basically separate and equally TV important feuds on two different shows yeah that are happening on both shows yeah and he's not a good wrestler and he's not a good screen presence but he is the son of the owner of the company yeah so which, which he now brings up out. yeah uh, I, I'm, I'm just not into Shane. I wasn't really that into Shane as a babyface, and it's just even worse now. He's a yeah. heel because he didn't he say he said um, I'm, I'm just a spoiled rich kid or something. Yeah, Roman he, called him that. I, th or he, called I think he said it first. Oh, did he say it first? Yeah. right. And that's when he brought out. <coughs> I guess that's why I can do what I want like this and brought McIntyre right. out, who then did nothing. That I thought, okay, so we're going to get a Drew Roman match now, but or then it gonna just fight. yeah, it just disintegrated. Ended. 
Uh, and it's just and they both went about their days. <laughs> it, there's this awful group of people who were just lumped together in WWE. Yeah. who are all like largely very talented, but WWE don't. They just need a faction, but they they don't want to book a faction. Yeah. So you've got this vortex of Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Elias, and Shane McMahon. It's just just generic heels. Yeah. It's also strange that in a company that is obsessed with monsters and monster heels and all that kind of stuff, that three of those are really big people. Yeah. Particularly McIntyre. And you go, so like, but they all have to constantly work together mm. to beat often quite considerably smaller opponents. So it's, it's always really oddly, I always find it really oddly booked that now, so, so like, is Drew McIntyre really the Scottish psychopath or is he Dolph Ziggler? Yeah. Really, like, is he like he doesn't seem to? There's no difference in the booking, really. It's quite strange. Yeah, he's always someone second, yeah. and that's why that's why I hated this when he came out for Shane, because Drew McIntyre is very good, very very good. He doesn't, he shouldn't be someone second. He should be his own act. Mm. But yeah, but there's nothing wrong with the second rising, but amongst two other seconds that are also equally mm. big, it yeah. just looks it's just mm. confusing. And he must be getting at this one pretty sick of doing his finisher. In places that aren't a ring. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he always is like, <laughs> uh, Shane and Drew are walking backstage, heels, heels, heels. And then, yeah, the Miz just suddenly appears, wild card, and stares them and says there's going to be a match later. Mm. Whatever. Then I thought the show got good. I didn't like that all, all that stuff that happened before. But then we got the Usos versus the Revival. Yeah. And there wasn't a goofy bit in sight. And they had... A very good TV yeah, match. It's great. There were so many great near falls. Yeah. Like the revival are so good at breaking up pins with their heads. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, decks him off. Yeah, it was a great match. I think they, they didn't they they did like it was um really good heel work at the start, just doing the the classic, just getting them out of the ring, beating mm-hmm. them up, and then found these like little ways to get really early advantage, nearly got a pinfall quite early on. And then it just kind of settled down again. Like the way it was just mm. the way it kind of uh, just the story of it just played out really, really well. Yeah, yeah. it's a great match. And and the the end was just chaos with super mm. kick, super kick, dive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, finisher. Uh, and it, the the full end, I believe, was Dawson hooking the tights. Yes, it was. So yeah. it, I, I thought this was great. The revival finally win. It's a serious match. Now I'm into this feud. Yeah, like, this is what I needed. I didn't need. Ball cream and yeah. shaving of backs. But here's here's one thing we've learned particularly about the Usos over the, over what the last two or three years is that when when you need when you when you've run out very quickly of mid card singles wrestling, just let them and another good tag team have loads of matches against each other, and you can put that match wherever you want for as long as you want, <laughs> and it will probably be pretty good yeah. if not sometimes the best thing of the night. So just let it happen. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's a, How just, long we got? 10 minutes? Send them out. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> it's free work. Like, <laughs> oh, should we work really hard to script out this in-ring 20-minute promo or just let these guys wrestle for 20 minutes? Yeah. It's easier and it's better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, so this is rare. Next up came a Moment of Bliss segment mm. that I actually enjoyed. Oh, this is interesting because I did not enjoy mm. it. <clears throat> I famously hate this segment. I hate all TV shows on my TV show. Yes. <laughs> I, I, um, 
I think there's never been an even remotely good version of this show. No. Can we say the only good one ever? Oh, the only good one ever is when maybe when Jericho and when Jericho Sean had their one where he punched. Oh one. yeah. Oh, so then I, I think some can work. I think two episodes of them have probably worked ever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> but I think specifically a moment of bliss. Yeah. Is crap. Yeah. But here I didn't mind it. Even like the only bugbear I had really was that Nikki Cross is this admiring minion. And she just yeah. it's like, I'm not I'm not the Nikki Cross character now. I'm Alexa's friend. Which I've which we've seen that story play out loads of times with different Alexa friends. So it's boring anyway. Yeah. And then it just <coughs> doesn't <coughs> <coughs> make sense for her to do that and then go into crazy yeah. Nikki in a match. Well, it's weird because she's like stopped wetting the hair and stopped mm. doing all the, like it's. She's definitely changed her makeup as well. So she's definitely changed. I don't know that she's slowly building to this thing where she's trying to do the Mickey Trish thing where she's trying to become maybe answer. maybe yeah. that's the slow burn of what mm. this is. But anyway, the uh, the other people who came out. Well, it was Becky Lynch was the guest. She came out and. The Iconics quickly came out and made fun of One Belt Becky, which they yeah. thought was hilarious. Uh, the Iconics got a massive pop. They did, didn't they? They were really nice. over. <laughs> yeah. And they never were, but this yeah, this little tag belt run seems yeah. to be improving it. And then Lacey Evans came out. <coughs> and then Becky challenged them all to a fight. And they were like, you need a partner. And Nikki Cross, quite in a nice moment, went, I'll be your partner. Yeah. I thought that was cool. And then, I know. I did, yeah, I did, I, the bit I didn't like is uh, <laughs> is just when they were like, "And then who are you gonna get?" It's like, oh, it's just literally a pantomime at this point. It like too, it was, yeah. yeah, it was just a bit like, okay, well, let's let's not let's give the audience some credit. Mm. We can count <laughs> <laughs> if the refs can't. <laughs> uh, and the the yeah, this turned into, <coughs> into a six person. Alexa Bliss was the other person who made up the uh, the numbers on the babyface side, but she didn't do anything. She just stayed on the apron with a cup of coffee. With a cup of coffee, which I I found quite funny as yeah, well. Yeah, I quite liked it. Mm. Well, she's good at she's really good at playing that. Yeah, that role. I think she that she makes that should be. There's nothing really to do, but she made it so that when she was caught on camera, she was always doing something. It added it like it kept it going. You didn't forget she was there. I think it was she did good stuff. She's good at it, but what role is it? Is it a baby face? Is she a heel? I think she's a heel. Yeah, I think she's a heel. I think that I think this is she's a heel, and we all should be wanting her babyface minion to mm. find themselves. But she's not a full heel. Well, no, because she's also the happy-go-lucky host of WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> it's confusing, uh, but yeah, Vince still thinks she's the cheerleader. Potentially, from NXT. yeah. Uh, and Alexa never got in the ring though, so that implies that she is. Probably not clear to wrestle still after mm. whatever happened last week and when she was pulled to Money in the Bank. Uh, yes, Randy Andy, that's People it. saying you missed out uh, Five Five Funhouse. Yeah, well, I was going to loop back to it ah, okay. because it was easier to just talk about one complete segment. Cool. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's quite good how uh, Alexa got in the ring and tried to celebrate and Becky was just like... Yeah, like yeah, 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 it was good. good. Yeah, Becky like left quite quickly Yeah, and Alexa and Nikki celebrated. Uh, but yes, yeah, so next up, actually in between these two bits was Firefly Funhouse. Uh, it wasn't a full segment. No, it wasn't a full episode. Mm. It was more of a just... I thought it was just more of a promo package. It was an extended opening credits of Firefly yeah. Funhouse. Started off nice. Here's some stock images of children enjoying themselves. 
and then it slowly got a bit yeah. distorted and horrible and the kids' faces were distorted yeah. and they had let him in written on their shirts or foreheads. It was great. Ugh. See, this is this is what's so interesting about WWE, but also a show, any show that's three hours long and, and is also a live event, mm. which is that they... Somebody at some point is sending someone out to go, look, this last hour, look, let's do something different with it. Let's make it gritty. Let's make it challenging and, and more grown up to get to some people to stay on longer. Okay, so let's send Mick Foley out. Let's have a sort of a hardcore thing. Let's dim the lights, whatever. Like, you know you've got literally a psycho children's entertainer. <laughs> do it, like, you're already doing it. <coughs> Guys. <laughs> yeah. You're already, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been on TV. We've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was his... He's like Titantron. Mm, I, I thought, thought he was going to come out after yeah. this, and this was going to be the debut. But we're still still being teased. Yeah, I want him to. I just want him to show up now. Yeah. I feel like now's the the peak of momentum because like yeah. this this week wasn't as good as last week, and I think you should sort of make things get better every week yeah. as opposed to a holding pattern. Last week, with because of the reveal of the mask, it really peaked. Mm. So I think. To then go to just a promo package and not escalate that further, he's now either got to turn next week, or it's just, or I don't think they'll ever recapture that. And then yeah, again. yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, then we got the WWE this this thing revealed. Then we got the Miz versus <coughs> Drew McIntyre, which I got bored. Yeah. Of. Uh, Shane interfered a bit behind the referee's back. Drew eventually won. Shane's going to give him a coast to coast. And Roman chases them off. It's quite difficult when the um, when the big guy, little-ish guy mm. format is actually inverted in the sense that the more gifted wrestler, both athletically and technically, is actually the bigger guy. Yeah, that suddenly mm. then feels awkward. That's but, a good point. I, I don't know. It just doesn't. The chemistry, I don't think, was. It's just. It's never going to be there. Mm. I don't think. Um, so it was a bit of a dull. Yeah, dull I don't know if it was because they turned the lights down on the audience. But I did feel, and I didn't realise that until, I knew something was different, but I hadn't quite clocked until after this match. So maybe my brain was just subconsciously going to sleep with less oh, light. Oh, somebody must have been asleep. Yeah. You can't, you, can't, you can't sit down in a warm room for two and a half hours and someone turn the lights off. Yeah. And not have a little bit of a... Couple of beers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we got the Samoa Joe promo. He revealed that Rey Mysterio has separated his shoulder. So there's going to be a state of the U.S. title address next week. Mm. Uh, he said, "Hand me back my U.S. title to Ray." It was um, when they showed the replay of Money in the Bank, and they see the shoulder not up. The weird thing about it is now we've now they've really slowed it down for us. Is it starts off sort of down and then rolls up between the sort of first and second count, it stays mm. there, and then at about three he does then kick out separately. So it's just quite a weird... When you actually watch Brass it's just a really weird four seconds of time that happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck? What? what, what who? Th- it seemed like they all thought something else was happening yeah. at all at the same time. It was quite a strange... Even little... if you were trying to do this thing, yeah. you still didn't do that thing yeah. properly. It's funny if you slow something down like that, it's suddenly, <laughs> mm. you suddenly have all these new sort of thoughts about it. Uh, do you want to hear what I think is going to happen next week? With the state of the... The state of the US title. Samoa Joe, because he rightfully never actually lost the belt. It was a bad refereeing call. He's asked Ray to give it back to him, to do the right thing. So he makes 
Dominic. He's like, I'm not going to have it unless Dominic gives it to me. Yeah. And that's how you sort of yeah. start the feud with Dominic. Do you think it's quite strange that ultimately uh, having a like a monster heel um, basically you should be sympathetic to someone who gets screwed over by a ref. Mm, yeah, it doesn't really work. It doesn't work at no, all. No, no, no. It's like, yeah, it's backwards psychologically. Yeah. Uh, and then the main event was the tag match of Kofi and Seth versus Corbin and Lashley. Baron Corbin still getting main events. Not that I, I don't like Baron Corbin. There's just too much of him. Yeah. I mean, he... Right. So this is now... How many weeks around now have we had the... Sorry, you, you guys... I'm, I'm just, <laughs> just rolling around. So we've now had... How many weeks around now have we had the <coughs> two faces get set up for a tag match at the start of the night? Yeah, it feels like for a while. It's just... And it's always the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was... It was an all right match, though. I didn't mind it. Yeah, they, they, they sort of changed it to a no-DQ match as the baby faces were making their entrances. I thought that was quite good, actually. Yeah, and then Corbin and Lashley jumped them. I like how Kofi sort of reacted to it. Mm. Like, sort of checked with the announcer. Yeah, that yeah, that was nicely done. But it just, again, it raises questions. Who's making that change? Well, it must be, you assume Shane. Who is but not an authority not... figure, because there are no authority figures. But he's not feuding with... I get that he's Omni. He's an Omni Shane, but he's not feuding with Seth and Kofi. No, but I just thought it was kind of suggested that he's just kind of messing with everything now. But then is Shane behind the Sami Zayn thing? And Brock Lesnar coming back? Is you it, can, you can't Corbin, keep... Wait, no, because Corbin hasn't got a... Maybe, okay, can you assume that because there is a on-screen connection between the sort of mid, the, the vortex, mm-hmm. that that's where... That's where the influence has come from. But Brock Lesnar isn't in that vortex. If anything, Sami Zayn was part of that vortex because McIntyre and Corbin helped him get into the Money in the Bank match. So is this actually part of the quote-unquote conspiracy that Paul Heyman discussed? I don't know. It's messy. Like you said, whatever way you want to look at it, it doesn't work. What a great thing it would be <coughs> to have. And if they want it, I don't know, I don't know how whether this would completely explode the internet or not. But like... If uh, it turned out that part of Brock's new deal was that he got percentage ownership of the company and was actually like a controlling <laughs> interest. I wonder what ramifications that would have on the actual share value of the company. <laughs> like when, when <laughs> Trump won the company <laughs> and it, I think it, the, the stock prices went up. Uh, so this match was, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, was, I checked out a bit. I'm, I've got no interest in seeing Corbin and Lashley together. I think they're a boring team. They haven't got much presence. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the baby faces won eventually. Kofi hit the treble in paradise for the win. Just like the latest, more strong booking of Kofi. Mm. Uh, and it's, yeah, he... he <coughs> I, think that's a, I, thought, I thought the match had some good moments. Like the, yeah. had some good spots. Had, everyone got their, like, baby faces got their stuff in. I'm just, I'm just not uh, into Corbin and Lashley. So I've just, yeah, yeah, I was at arms. I've got a lot more time for Corbin than I do for Lashley. Mm. Um, But the the big thing really was Lesnar coming down at the end and teasing to cash in his briefcase on one of them. He was never going to, was he? Mm. Because they 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 had obviously set up the fact that they were sat there with their weapons ready to. They had conquered the thing that was supposed to, you know. So to still do the the big walk, I don't know. (laughs) I think. Sometimes you can set you have you do have to set something up to then like see it through to its end. But at the same mm. time, if you make it so obvious, you have to. There should, should is there anything else we can do? Yeah, is there anything at all? Well, 
this was in make I, it seem even slightly more likely that he might cash in like maybe have the them get like attacked again mm-hmm. so just to open up that possibility just something to make it not just a bloke walking around i agree with you but then i went on i saw some reactions on reddit and they pointed they that everyone was terrified just the visual of seeing Seth Rollins slightly behind someone with a chair oh, yeah. was that like everyone's been burnt so much by that shield turn all those years ago that they thought he they were really scared that he was going to hit Kofi with the chair, run through the crowd to save his own belt, and then Brock cashes in on Kofi. Obviously, that isn't what happened. But that would have been that, I, that would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have been really good. But I don't, and you know, do you want to see Seth turn heel now? No, no. Uh, but <coughs> Lesnar said he'll reveal who he's going to face next week. So, oh, what yeah, do you Heyman think of the show? Him, yeah. Man. What do you think of the show overall? Uh, I actually quite liked it. Hmm. I think they they just had more wrestling in it, so I just enjoyed it more. There wasn't the so all the promos weren't really strung out. I'm very confused by the Omni Shane. Uh, I think the wild. Now we we all know now that the wild card rule doesn't really exist. It's just a way of not getting rid of pretending that the brand split still exists. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Oh, that's like it makes it difficult, more confusing to watch now. But fine, whatever. Mm. Uh, yeah, I thought all the matches were good. Nothing bitterly disappointed me or angered me. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I agree. I, I'm. I gave it an average. I gave it three out of five. Yeah. So. A solid show, and they're, they're making steps. I think this this could be potentially quite exciting. More wrestling with more people we like. <coughs> that is actually not a bad thing to throw out the wall to see if it sticks. Yet, yet. So let's uh, let's have your su- su- super chat. Yeah. Well, first of all, Luke Owen has jumped into the chat, no. so he's more interested uh, in his hash browns than he is in the twenty four seven championship. He also says, "I'm fine with it not having hardcore rules. No one cared about the hardcore stuff with the title. We just like the title switches." Have a day off, Luke. That's what I've said. I told he's him, trying to take your title. I told him <laughs> to do a super chat, and he says he can't afford it. So. Um, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> uh, but Sanj TP starts us off. We've got a lot of these to get through. So uh, mean Charlie Caruso to win the uh, 24-7 oh, belt. Yes. Mm. That would be amazing. Uh, Sir Ra Pro Fitness says 24-7 title is a great way to bring bring Naya back when she's cleared. They have no problem having her face, guys. No, thank you. I just don't like Naya, but that messes I, me. I completely oh, yeah. forgot yeah. that she beat up Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Huh. Well, she pushed him. Well, the, and she who, who, and she was in the men's Royal Rumble and all and that. She, that wasn't him that she beat. It was Ali she threw out. But the the, we, the day after, they had a sort of stare down, didn't they? Yeah. On Raw. Uh, Greg Smith uh, says, perfect belt for Brock Lesnar to be gone 24-7. People have to go find him. It's not a bad idea. And then they could go to his compound where he's hunting and he just shoots at them. <laughs> go and try and get near me. <laughs> Uh, Randall Kyle says hello you lovely lads just wanted to say you guys are the only thing keeping me interested in WWE right now cheers from Georgia thanks for watching yeah Uh, oh my god let's just refresh all the chats Um, again you got this, Andy. Uh, no, but it, it, we it, believe in you. It refreshed all of them very suddenly. Uh, Josh Saloom says, "24/7 championship is because Brock will take the title again, most likely, and they need uh, a title to be fended weekly." Oh yeah, that, well, uh, I mean, this is very much an undercard belt. I don't think yeah. you're going to get 
the mid to upper card mm. doing this. Uh, Luke Woodford says the 24-7 belt could be good, but it looks weak uh, when the only people running to get it is the people who are doing absolutely nothing on TV. Thoughts? Well, that's what the hardcore belt was. That was, you know, it was Ravens and Hollies. And every now and again, you had like Kane and Big Show going for it. Mm. But largely speaking, it was the lower card. This is a joke belt. Yeah. Like it's not it's not a belt to be treated seriously. That the whole point is. And I'm I'm totally fine with that. <gasps> they could defend it in the fifty man battle royal. Every single person who's oh, one be over funny. the top. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh Samuel Newsom says defended at a Walmart because I work at one. I mean, yeah. Play those odds. It might be yours. <laughs> uh, John Weber says, uh, yes, he was playing chess while they were playing checkers. Uh, yes, you were right. Oh. So, uh, Michael Williams, Ollie, can you imagine anyone else but the mid or lower cards with this thing? Cream goodness. Yeah, I think I think uh, you could get a comedy. Like Kevin Owens is very... Some of the main tier are very, very good at comedy. Mm. AJ Styles just accidentally winning it for a bit and yeah. becoming weirdly obsessive over it. Yeah, so one of the top guys who's not really doing much... Could, could just yeah. have some fun for a month. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Anshu Kamal says, "What is wrong with WWE? Brock Lesnar winning Money in the Bank and now twenty four seven. Vince McMahon is too old to carry it. They're trying to improve ratings. I don't. I don't think you can look on paper and say bringing back one of the biggest stars of the last decade, Brock Lesnar, and this way to it to inject some fun into the product is is a bad idea. I think also the twenty four seven thing. They're very much. <laughs> this is the first thing I guess that really." Uh, connect is the real connecting tissue between social media and the internet mm. and the on-screen product because often the two things exist quite separately yeah. so it's kind of wonder whether that's kind of also a, trying to bring some of the younger eyes back onto the last hour uh, Nick Jen says I want Brock to see the belt and just be like what the fudge <laughs> and then win it yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, arm- Just one foot on someone's yeah. chest <laughs> Armless Ambidextrous says would CGW's version be a one one belt more cgw uh content please love the whole crew more cgw please cg dub cg dub cg dub everyone keep up the good work cg dub crap gimmick wrestling oh that yeah, yeah. yeah. uh yeah I'd, I'd, it would what would the it would no it'd be a really specific time so it could only be defended on the second tuesday <laughs> of the month at 3 30 a.m just people queuing up yeah <laughs> Uh, Nahim Quattlebaum, great name. Uh, I hope Nicholas becomes a 20-time 24-7 champ. Oh, yeah. But that means he has to lose 19 times. I don't want yeah. that. Is he, gonna, he should win every year. It's his birthday. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Ryan Flint says, feels like the belt pushes the WWE Network show 24-7. I didn't think of that. I don't think that's I part think, of it. I mean, they do. That is the logo. Mm. which is the one thing I did think was weird mm. is that it does seem like a bit of an oversight mm. um, a Tanner Blaze <coughs> says a returning Darren Young to be the next 24-7 jump that is niche yeah I don't think that's going to happen <laughs> Um, the Stanman 222 24-7 belt equals the undercard belt with no value already no I think it has it has value but it's just not not it's everything gets to be the WWE time. Yeah, you know. it's not serious value. It's, yeah. it's comedy value, but that doesn't mean it's value less. Mm. It's uh, actually putting the comedy in a wrestling context yeah. by having a belt rather than trophies and cake. 
which I'm more into. Uh, MDW says, just sending my love to all the guys at WrestleTalk. Well, we're sending it back, MDW. Ah, oh, thank you. Uh, TJ Deacon 717 Hey Ollie, Simon and Heel Datsun um, Not sure how this now works But with the introduction of the 24-7 title Are there still Grand Slam champions? Ooh Why isn't Grand Slam You have to win the top The main belt Yeah uh, I, mean, Brock, I mean Seth's not going to win the, the 205 They're cruiserweight yeah. either, is he, so. So, Well we'll see yeah it's, yeah it's tag mid and the main isn't it mm-hmm. so. Um, Jobber JJ496 says Brock didn't win Money in the Bank he won his Saudi money yeah I think that's what yeah the Money in the Bank is literal <laughs> it was a bank transfer <laughs> um, did you actually did you see the other day that um, someone pointed out that Bailey is now the first ever Grand Slam women's champion because she's won Raw, Smackdown oh, Tag wow. and NXT oh. they definitely did that by mistake yeah <laughs> Uh, <laughs> otherwise, otherwise it would be Charlotte yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jer Pissonen says Wrestle Talk tier list uh, S rank I don't know what, maybe super rank Luke A rank housemate Simon Andy and Pete B rank Ollie F rank Laurie Blake what does what do the letters mean S- yeah it's like it's, it's like tier list from the video games so like characters are S A B so what am I bottom am I second you, to bottom yeah so S rank is Luke so Super, I guess. A rank for awesome rank is Simon, Andy, and Pete. Uh, B rank for yeah, I remember bad. I, <laughs> I remember where B I rank. B, B rank is Ollie. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's move it. Jer, then... Jer Personen said that. Yeah. What the hell, Jer? He's <laughs> <laughs> a Patreon. Uh, so that was Luke A. Uh, no, Luke yeah, S. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We've been through it. Let's move on to the next Ollie one. Ollie was B rank. Uh, that other review dude says, I meant the video package of all his greatness. He said something earlier, but I can't what it was. Video package of all his greatness. It's like a riddle. <laughs> so I can, I can scroll back up if you want to. Lars Sullivan has the same video package of just his oh, destruction. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Demented um, Big Ben. Matt Dennis says, so you, <coughs> so you guys think the WWE is trying to be more edgy lately? And it just refreshed. Uh, last night in the dark segment, McIntyre said, when I talk, you f- listen. Oh, wow, did he? Mm. Ooh, kinky. The lights go out. Drew uh, after dark. Dark the McIntyre. <laughs> Assault Squad and Handy Haynes have donated without a message. So thank, thank you. Thank you to them. Uh, Danny DeVito's back in and says, oh, God, Nikki... Cross is the new Festus. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. When the bell rings, she's a different person. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not believable. Uh, Game Fanatic says, Foley YouTube video after Raw said it's the new hardcore belt with, and will specify specifically be fun. Also, clearly, they're building to Brock belt unification. Hmm. Hmm. I can't see that happening. No. Uh, Bobby's Vlog says, WWE can't use the H... XC title in this new oh my god no I don't know what that means. the new hardcore title in this oh my god no, no. yeah cool yeah. <laughs> um, well we can't can they? No. No. Andy Haynes says just from a kayfabe point of view why would you want the 24-7 title zero prestige can't cut promos wrestling isn't wrestling because you don't get on TV otherwise um, KJ says two years ago today Jinder won the WWE title I can still feel scars from his reign so I was watching NXT TakeOver Chicago the other day and it had for, for, for the Wrestle Ramble Extra review on Patreon 
and there was a promo for Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal at Backlash. <laughs> I was like, oh, I forgot this happened. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, Sam Cropper, no, do, no, no, a donation, obviously, uh, but no message. But thank you, thank Sam. Thank you, Sam. Uh, Tomo says, "Aren't right. I just amazing?" You are, Tomo. You're great, Tomo. Ring Profits Wrestlecast says, "Ray has trademarked Prince Mysterio. Might be Dominic. New ring name once uh, signed, if not already." It's a cool name. What was the name? Sorry? Prince, Prince Mysterio. Mysterio. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Oh, Laurie and Pete, uh, Laurie and Luke didn't. Um, <coughs> Benny Sato, Tomo's number one fan now. Uh, the up, up, down, down has more prestige than a twenty-four-seven belt. Oh, I see what you mean. The Xavier Wood, mm. yeah, but that's been built up. Um, this is the, the first. This is the first night. The poor wayfaring gamer donation, but no message. So thank, thank you to you. him. James Williams says Kona Reeves for the twenty-four-seven champion. Sure, ever anyone. Ah, that's interesting. Where does where would they uh, put the NXT and, I guess, the network roster. Mm. It, if you just had a, a, a list of all of the rosters, would they would like they all go below the main roster undercut, like lower, lower tier? Oh, yeah. So to them, Adam Cole is lower than... Oh. To, to yeah. them. That's what Not I mean, to yeah. us. Vince so it'll be interesting to see how that actually Vince plays out. Vince hasn't heard of Adam belt. Cole. So they would never go to Kona Reeves. They would, they'd have to go through all the Undisputed Era, Velveteen Dream, and everyone else before they even got anywhere near that level of mm. talent. Mm. Um, the Can you own... imagine that? That's the Undisputed Era's main roster debut, winning the 24-7 they, they, belt. They all win it. Trade it between themselves. Yeah. Uh, the Only Lemon says, I want someone to win the 24-7 on table for three. That'd be funny. Yeah. yeah, really, really good idea. That'd be funny to play with the idea that it could happen on the network as mm. well. It just happens in like, uh, or in one of the... Ride along. Ride along, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's Austin. what it was. That was their episode. <laughs> it should just be true. Yeah, yeah, the guy just lets him out the other that end. Ref. <laughs> uh, Austin Tussie says, heal Michael Cole as 24-7 chap. I mean, that's probably going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. commentators should win. Well, Corey was angling for it, wasn't he? In yeah. long commentary. So I, I, I thought there. it was really funny listening to Corey try and hide his disdain at what was going on and he was just really just he was just trying very hard to just throw in as much sarcasm and irony as possible into every single word he said he was disgusted uh the poor wayfaring gamer says wb apparently hired <coughs> timex for the belt design i don't know what that is that's a watch company isn't it hmm. that might be a joke in that case um anshu kamal says that's the point brock lesnar is the biggest star of the last decade we need a new star yeah but yeah, someone but has to put over... The, so an old star always has to put over the new star at some point. Hmm. At some point. So I thought it had already happened <laughs> multiple times, but apparently it hasn't. Or I guess it hasn't happened, hasn't gone well enough. It's, it's, it's the thing that... The, the thing is, is that WWE, WWE, the people who WWE think are stars are not the people that fan thinks are stars. So the whole Roman, like Roman going over The Undertaker and stuff, people are like, we didn't... Well, yeah. no, I disagree. Roman is a star. Like... He is. It's just that louder adults not, not the stars him. we want. Yeah. yeah. Kids still buy all that stuff and wear it. It's, it's just a, you know. How many um, more we got, Andy? We've got five more. Cool. Uh, Yellow Boy Riddle says, Good morning, Ollie, housemate Simon Randy, Annie from Tennessee. What do you guys think about the 24-7 belt having its own social media? Yeah, that'd yeah. be quite handy to keep track of everything. Yeah. yeah. If they do it, if they keep it up, they keep the pace up. That mm. would be very funny to just mm. wake up and just see on Twitter that it changed a bunch of times. Like just mm. like if you sh- like it should change hands on up, up, down, down. 
Like, yeah. they, they should really go bonkers with it. Uh, House shows. And yeah. if you want to uh, keep up to date, we are going to have a uh, up-to-date list on WrestleTalk.com for every single 24-7 title change. You're going to regret that. I've given it to Louis. <laughs> um, Christopher Martin simply says, A-E-W. Yep, well, we're going to be live streaming this yeah. Saturday, ITV Box Office, for you UK viewers. Um, Matthew Rivera, no message, but thank you to him. Uh, Evie Duran says, love from Arizona. Thank you very Arizona. much, Evie Duran. Thank you, Evie. And lastly, um, Adrian Wells says, when do you think Bray Wyatt will have a match? What's next for Alistair Black? Well, because he's, he's, Alistair Black's um, promos and videos have been so cryptic has to leave absolutely no clue whatsoever yeah. as to what he's actually going to do. So I assume he's just going to appear in a segment and beat someone up. But who that person will be is just kind of... I guess they'll mm. decide on the night. Yeah, it looks like Bray won't debut in the ring for another... re-debut in the ring for another couple of weeks, I reckon, now. He's just had a kid, hasn't he? But he can wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> but the... Paternity leave. <laughs> he's had. He's been off for ages. I think he's gagging to get back probably uh, but Alistair Black this is a new pay-per-view cycle Money in the Bank's happened so hopefully they've got something for him mm. yeah yep. but that's all we've got time for today thank you very much for everyone joining in and please click the videos that have just appeared on the desk there to catch up with the latest awesome Wrestle Talk things and this button right here which will get you Patreon benefits all the, all the stuff that's Patrons on there. with benefits. Yes. <laughs> I've been Ollie Davis. This has been Housemate Simon. Over there is WrestleTalk.com's Randy Andy Datsun. And that was Rambling. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.